So we're talking here about Abram. We are using the life of Abram as a study on how to learn to live by faith. In tonight's chapter, chapter 16, divides very neatly into two separate sections that are very much a contrast to one another. In the first six verses, we have the mess between Sarai and Abram. And then from verse 7 down to verse 16, we have the meeting between Hagar and Jesus. I want to start by looking at the mess between Sarai and Abram. And I want to start by saying this 10 years earlier, God promised Abram and Sarai that they would have a son and a descendant. Remember, God said, your descendants will be as innumerable as the stars. And God promised Abram that this would be the case. Now, here's what you and I have to take from this. Most of the time, just like with Abram and Sarai, most of the time, God is going to require all of us to wait for the fulfillment of his promises. Very, very few times does God promise something or say he's going to do something that he immediately does. Most of the time, God is going to require us to wait. And that's very counterintuitive to the culture we live in because we live in an instant gratifying society. Where people want something and they get it right away. God's program is much different because it is in the waiting that God uses that to strengthen our faith, to increase our faith, to grow us spiritually, to mature us. In fact, even before I get into the passage, let me read and remind us all of this great verse from the book of Hebrews talks about the importance of persevering. He said, so that you may not be sluggish. Hebrews 6.12, this means don't become spiritually lazy or lethargic, but to the readers of those who notice this through faith and perseverance inherit the promises. It's not just faith, it is perseverance in order to inherit the promises. Why do I say that? Well, notice with me in Genesis 16, verse 1, now Sarai, Abram's wife, had not given birth to any children, but she had the gentle servant David Hagar. So Sarai said to him, 
wanted to remind her, you are never alone with me. And you won't be alone. So you can go back there because you know I will protect you. I will care for you. I will provide for you. I will be your God. I will watch over you. I see you. And I hear you. That's why they are to go back. Because now she has a relationship with God that she never had before. And she has this assurance and this confidence in her life because of the ministry that Jesus Christ himself gave to her at that oasis in the desert. Jesus says to her about her son, he's going to put a wild dog to him. It simply means he will live in a nomadic existence and will be unable to be harnessed. He will also be hostile to everyone. He will be him against the world. And we all have testified to the truth of that because this is the sentence today in this world. It's about who are his vile descendants. Do they not live their life as if it's them against the world? Jesus knew I was here. 
I was so 